the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We have themed the show today around approval, the craving for it, and the misinformation, the lying, that takes place on a whole spectrum of issues today to curry your approval, or to at least fool you into thinking that something merits your approval. For instance, for instance, remember how Joe Biden termed the withdrawal from Afghanistan? Yeah, we gave up a secure air base 50 miles outside Kabul. We left behind, was it 80, 80 billion in equipment for the Taliban to take? You can't even tell Taliban from an American soldier now. They're dressed exactly like. We concentrated our Marines near one gate to the Kabul airport, thus making it Possible for a suicide bomber to blow up 13 of them? Joe Biden said that was an extraordinary success. Because why? He wants your approval. However, enough Americans are not stupid that the Afghanistan humiliation precipitated a freefall in Joe Biden's what? Approval rating. An ABC News poll on Sunday conveys the fact that Joe Biden has very little approval for anything going on in our country. Uh, 57% disapprove of his handling of the economy. Uh, 38%, only 38%, trust him to negotiate a good deal for America with Vladimir Putin. Now, typically, media companies cannot wait to trumpet the results of their own polls. They spend a lot of money on these polls. After all, they do it to not only gauge opinion, but also to provide themselves content. It's an investment in what they hope will become a headline that not only they will use, but other people will use. So it was odd. It was very odd on Sunday when ABC did not use the results of its own poll as a feature on its Sunday news programs, on Good Morning America, on World News Tonight on Monday. Well, if they're not going to talk about the poll, and trust me, the way this works is, you know, as an employee of ABC News, hey, hey, don't worry about handling the A block. We got the poll coming. We'll just talk about the poll, the latest poll numbers in the A block. And then the poll numbers come back and, uh uh-oh, The president doesn't have the approval that we want everyone to believe he has. We approve of him. Why don't the rest of America? Why doesn't the rest of America? Well, they just 
Funny thing about the rest of America, they don't like paying high gas prices. They don't like seeing people streaming into the country from the border. They don't like friends and acquaintances dying of fentanyl overdoses. You can't please some people. So they just left it out of all their programs. What did they talk about? I mean, you got to talk about something. Can't sit there in the dark. Uh, They spent, John Carl and David Muir, last night on World News Tonight, spent two minutes, that's an eternity in television, two minutes covering what? (laughs) Do I really have to tell you? January 6th. By the way, how is the left going to commemorate January the 6th? Oh, my goodness. January the 6th this year. That's like the leftist national holiday, right? It's their annual anniversary on which they can remind everybody of how evil the right is. Mm -hmm. Sure, count on it. They do not approve. They do not approve of us. Because, you know, we, we believe in stupid things like liberty and freedom and life. Life! Ah, life. You would think everybody would approve of life. I mean, don't most people want to live? Yes, most people do want to live. But, 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 don't lose sight of the fact they want to live how they want to live. So life has become a divisive issue, one where there's approval and disapproval. Because if you're a person who insists that babies should be able to live without threat of extinction while they're developing in the womb, well, the left does not approve of that. And they showed us last week how much they disapprove of that by rallying outside the Supreme Court when the Supreme Court heard arguments to either uphold or rescind a Mississippi law, which would outlaw killing babies, murdering babies, aborting babies, Those are all three the same thing in the womb after 15 weeks. And a funny thing that the left does, it's not really funny, funny, sad, funny, odd, funny, evil, is that in order to get your approval to win you over to their side on this issue and other issues, They cannot tell the truth because the truth betrays their position, and so they will lie. And so what you hear all the time about overturning Roe v. Wade in 1973, which established abortion as a right, it's not in the Constitution anywhere, the people who want abortion to continue will say, well, if they uphold that Mississippi law, the Supreme Court, that's going to eliminate abortion. No, it is not going to eliminate abortion. It is going to kick abortion back to the states, and each state will make its own decision. Now, I know states' rights have gotten a bad rap over the years because states' rights were used to defend what? Slavery. The South seceded from the Union at the Civil War because the South maintained its sovereign right as a state, each state, to determine whether slaves should be free or whether they should be enslaved. But states' rights apply to more than just slavery. States' rights are supposed to be considered and prioritized, except in rare cases where the federal government has to have autonomy. 
For instance, you can't have a state say, oh, you're going to war? No, we're not going. You can't have any of our citizens. <laughs> oh, sorry. If we protect you, let's just say, state of Missouri, right there in the center of America, your state's right does not apply to stepping away from allowing your boys and girls, men and women, to be drafted into the military. Now, you have to do that. That's something that benefits the entire country, so you have to do it. Okay, but, you know, if you want to decide whether people can have their abortions in your state or not, yeah, that's okay. You can decide that. That is how it should work. So imagine imagine an America, if you could, where each state did decide whether abortion was legal or illegal. This is portrayed by the left as this would be some kind of a anarchy. Oh, my God. Instead, wouldn't that be a preferable America? Could that be? Could that be an America where we would know the values of the people in the state, of the leaders of the state, we would know the values of the population of a state collectively by what it determined on abortion. Think of that. California's already said, we're going to be an abortion sanctuary. I guess they wanted to race New York to the front of the please strike us with lightning from heaven line. The first thing I thought, I know it's probably not what the rest of you thought, but the first thing I thought was, hmm, if California does establish itself as a bastion of abortion if that's maybe they'd put that on the maybe they'd put that on the license plate California come kill your baby I mean the golden state that's what's been on their license plate California we murder kids you know I maybe I mean you know that's counterintuitive marketing to me but I'm sure there'd be some people who would respond to it but imagine if California did that. My first thought was, hmm, well, that might accelerate the earthquake that breaks you off and takes you to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. Don't we already see people flocking to certain states based upon the values of the states and the leadership of the states? Elon Musk moving out of California, Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire moving out of California, companies leaving California in droves because of tax policies. What would be wrong with an America where you would know what the people of that state believed, prioritized, esteemed, based upon their position on abortion? What would be wrong with that America? I would love to have an America where we're united around shared values. We used to have that America. My father fought for that America. A lot of people, I think, now are in the military serving, hoping we'll get to that America. I don't want to be the guy who says there is no hope because a sovereign God in whom you place your trust always gives you hope. But I think the likelihood is that some people have skated far too far down the road to denying God, disputing his existence, embracing evil. Some people are way far down that road. A lot of people are way far down that road. I don't think we're going to get back to an America where we have shared values. 
So the, the best way to figure that out is, to me, is to split it up into states. We can still have, we can still serve each other in the military. We can still, you know, do interstate commerce. We can, but, on the, but on the things that foundationally form who you are at your core, your beliefs, I don't think it would be a bad thing to have that grading scale for states as to whether or not they really, truly believed in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We skip right over life. Ah, Liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Life, life, life. Everyone's entitled to life. What would be wrong with having that as the gauge by which we evaluated a state, where we wanted to live, who we wanted to be around? Vastly superior to now where we have 3,000 babies killed every day. Billy Graham said it once, and he was not wrong. If God doesn't punish America for abortion, then he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Very true. Bruce Hooley Show. You can reach us by calling 844-TALK-989, by emailing the show, bruce at 989theanswer.com. Watch us on Facebook. Take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. All available to you. We've talked about approval so far in hour number one. Approval denied to the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. Now, look, I'm a fan of the zoo. I'm a fan of wild lights. In fact, we have wild lights tickets to give away to uh, good callers, good participants in the show. Uh, I have someone who sent me an email that was a phenomenal idea. I will share it with you at 12.05. It's something that, well, let me just say this. It has turned me into a proponent of rapid testing. Not for COVID, for something else, for something else. But first, the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium has been denied approval by the governing body, that gives zoos their seal of approval, the top accrediting body for zoos and aquariums. Why? Well, because the Columbus Zoo had some funny business in the business office a while back. You remember the scandal unearthed by the Columbus Dispatch that the directors of the zoo had allowed friends, family members to live supposedly rent-free. That was part of it. The Association of Zoos and Aquariums did not care for that. And they also did not care for the fact that former zoo director Jack Hanna and the zoo itself were associated with, outed by, given bad publicity in a documentary film called The Conservation Game. And they looked at somebody like Jack Hanna, a celebrity conservationist, and they said, Ah, the animals are being mistreated. Can't take them on the TV shows, can't transport them, can't trade them back and forth with other zoos. This is bad. Well, is it bad? Well, according to the Association for Zoos and Aquariums, it is because I don't know this organization at all. But as I read about them, what I surmise is that they are, if not overtaken by people who would also be among the people for the ethical treatment of animal zealots, they are right next to them. Because, look, 
No one will ever convince me, ever. You can try, but you won't convince me ever that Jack Hanna was not good, not just for the Columbus Zoo, but for the city of Columbus. Jack Hanna, by going on Letterman, by going on on Donahue, by going on an array of talk shows and taking animals. First of all, it was not only good for the city of Columbus, it was good for animals. Jack Hanna made people realize that animals are endangered, that animals are mistreated in the wild, that animals are often harvested in inhumane ways. I just will never believe failing evidence which is not now available to me or anyone else, that Jack Hanna was bad for the city of Columbus, bad for the Columbus Zoo, or bad for animals. But this is the hang-up of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. And of course, Jack Hanna makes Jack Hanna makes a very inviting target because Jack Hanna can't answer these charges now because he's been essentially rendered silent by the onset of dementia, which his family has disclosed. So Jack Hanna is an inviting target for the left, for those who wield their approval as a sledgehammer. He's perfect. He can't defend himself. See, they would love it if you or I couldn't defend ourselves. They would love it if Tom Cotton couldn't defend himself, Senator from Arkansas, or Josh Hawley, or Ted Cruz, or Donald Trump, or Ron DeSantis. They would love it, love it, if we were kept silent by whatever means necessary. They would love to silence us all. And I don't know Jack Hanna's politics. Jack Hanna's politics are not important here. All that matters is Jack Hanna... Somebody who did something good, somebody who worked for a noble reason, somebody who took his passion and turned it into a life mission and unquestionably bettered the zoo, bettered the city, and bettered animals, well, he can be marginalized. And so that's what they are doing. Now, how will this affect you as a zoo goer? Because let me tell you something. My wife and daughter were just at the zoo, and they talked about what a phenomenal experience it was. My brother-in-law and his family are coming into Columbus between Christmas and New Year's, and we are going to go to Wildlights during that period of time. It's the one thing. We said, what can we do that differentiates Columbus, Ohio, from the Valley of the Sun? Let's go to, let's go to the Wildlights, right? That was one of the first things we said. So what? The zoo's not a community treasure? Of course, of course it is. This will impact the zoo in that it will interfere with its ability to get grants and federal funding. My guess is local companies will come forward and supply those same monies if, in fact, that proves to be a drain on the bottom line of the zoo. But in terms of you as a zoo goer, how will this impact you? It really won't impact you at the Columbus Zoo. But if your zoo membership got you... Similar memberships, discounts, stuff like that at other zoos that are part of the American Zoo and Aquarium Network. Probably be a good idea for you to contact those zoos, I don't know, Pittsburgh, Indy, Detroit, wherever you're going, and ask if they will honor your membership to the Columbus Zoo. They probably won't. And the reason they won't is because now, for whatever period of time lapses between today and the awarding again, and it's inevitable they'll get it back. 
the AZA seal of approval, well, those zoos can't step forward and do the right thing because why? Then they'll be denied the approval. They won't be among the cool zoo kids, according to the AZA. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.